When we're young, we move with freedom and confidence, with a great resilience to injury. But somewhere along the line, we develop poor habits and become more vulnerable to back pain. Back Pain Solutions features evidence-based and practical advice to help you take back control of your health and get back to the activities you love. This is your guide to better back health through movement. So join us as we demystify some of the commonly held beliefs about back pain and build your confidence to a stronger back the smart way. Welcome back to the Back Pain Solutions podcast, everybody. I'm here alone today and not with my good friend and co-host Ben James. So I'll be doing a solo today and I'm going to be talking about building tolerance. So we're going to specifically, like always, or generally, focus and talk about the low back. So especially focusing on low back injuries, chronic or acute. And we're going to explore the idea of building tolerance and why it is important to back health, what it means to build tolerance, and why it is so relevant to activities of daily living. So when we think of tolerance, we could really apply it to any structure or any piece of material, whether you're an architect or an engineer, we generally have to know the tolerance of tissue or certain materials before we use it to build something or put it to the test in, uh, in application. So I think we can, in a similar way, think about the low back. And when we think of the low back, we have to be a little bit more uh, systematical. We have to look at the structures of the low back and we have to then apply this tolerance concept to certain structures of the low back. So we, from the research, we typically know that generally, mostly, the structures that get damaged with especially chronic low back injury, in other words, where we have a, a part of the low back tissue that becomes irritated and then becomes or leads to a chronic problem, ends up being most likely the disc. And so we, we often get this discal irritation, and that leads to aberrant movement or unwanted pressures or uh, a dysfunction in, in terms of stabilization. Or we might go and do silly things like uh, trying to alleviate the pain with 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 uh, maximal effort stretches or these sorts of uh, sometimes we can even call it therapeutic ideas. What happens is this tissue becomes irritated and it leads to a dysfunction. In other words, it may then lead to problems with the small joints in the low back called the facet joints where they become irritated as a secondary result of the discal irritation. And so you have to imagine yourself uh, having that injury. And if you've had it long enough, you you start having a lot of muscle tension in the low back. And, and quite often patients will ask me, well, is that a problem of the joints or is it a problem of the muscles, my muscles? Why are they so stiff? And my answer is generally, well, it's not the muscles nor the joints. It's all of them together. And we have to go back to the brain. 
So we have to look at the the computer system. In other words, what causes the muscles to contract? What causes them to be stiff and tight? And so they're actually being told to cramp up, to be stiff. And generally the reason is to protect the low back. So the brain actually tells the muscles to cramp up and stay cramped up. And that is because the brain knows that it's not going well at the spine. It feels and it, and it interprets that there's too much unwanted pressure, whether it's a problem with the tolerance, so normal pressure is already too much, or it's a situation where you are constantly putting yourself in a, a posture or a position at work which irritates that uh, damaged tissue in the low back. And so that will then lead to the, the brain reacting to it, trying to stabilize or do its best to make the, the most out of a, a bad situation in terms of uh, getting the muscles to cramp up and to protect the low back. So we have to think tolerance, and that's where we quite often miss the point. And we start doing all sorts of interesting things to alleviate the back pain, whether it's therapeutic from a therapist who thinks that they're really they that they they might think that they know what they're doing but in general what i see a lot of people coming to me is actually their therapists who are treating people before they these people or patients come to me is that they're really just trying things out they're trying dry needling or they're trying deep tissue massage or they're uh, trying specific exercises you know and that's that's like throwing a dart uh, to you know, to try and hit the bullseye with your eyes closed, in my opinion. So sometimes you'll hit it. Quite often you won't hit it. And when you hit it, you'll think, oh, it's what I did. In other words, the dry needling helped or the deep tissue massage helped. But quite often it isn't even that that got the patient better. So when we look at tolerance, we have to understand that a tissued, an injured tissue body part will obviously have, if we think about it, a lowered tolerance. And a lowered tolerance means that it can have or handle, handle less than average or less than what it handled before in a normal average state. And so when we have an injured body part we really want to back off. We want to take a step back and we want to limit the forces going through that tissue so that we can enable that tissue to heal. And so the question is, how, would, how do we do that? We cannot just lie on the couch all day and hope that it will get better. We, we, we have to be active. We may have children. We may have to go and do the shopping. We may even still have to go to work. In most cases, we do. And, you know, you have to take care of yourself. So we have to make all these movements throughout the day. We, we're definitely going to have some unwanted forces going through the, the joint complex. In other words, the actual disc, which finds itself between two vertebrae. And so we have to then think of a few things to increase our tolerance by decreasing the load. So the first thing we want to do is understand our environment so that we can 
desensitize the tissue. We want to understand our environment in terms of what will cause me more pain because of my lower tolerance. So if I would hoover uh, the floor or I would use a broom and I would sweep the floor or a mop, that might be a movement where I'm going to twist with my shoulders on my hips. And this is going to provoke that tr- or trigger that, 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 that the pain that I don't want to feel. And when I do that, I actually just irritate the tissue even more. So movements like this or picking things up where you know, okay, oh, no, that feels really bad, is the first things you want to start to avoid doing until you've learned how to protect the low back and enable yourself with a protected brace or a way of tightening the muscles in the correct way so that we can now isolate the low back and isolate that injured part which will allow us to not move through the spine but move through the hips or through the shoulders. And so that's how we start desensitizing that area. First, acknowledging what will trigger the pain, what will make it worse. Try to avoid it. If not, we have to learn or find a strategy where we're going to protect our low back, which then enables us to do things with an isolated injury. So we don't move through the injury. We don't look up that pain trigger. Otherwise, we're just picking the scab and we're throwing ourselves back and we're going to have to pick it up again. And then it becomes a chronic situation, which is something we want to avoid. But if you already find yourself in that chronic situation, it's something that we obviously want to get out of. So the second thing we need to think of, as the first thing was to desensitize, the second thing would be something we call spinal hygiene. And so spinal hygiene is the awareness of how to, what I just mentioned, how to isolate and lock up the injured body part, in this case, the low back, and understanding what is meant with a neutral spine. So the neutral spine is where we we have that shallow hollowing in the low back, which feels comfortable. Generally, it's just the position you would assume when you are relaxed. And so we're not rounding the low back. We're not overarching the low back. We have a neutral pelvic stance. And then we have the low low back in a shallow hollowing position. We're standing a little bit proud with our chest. In other words, we don't over-exaggerate a proud position, but we just raise the chest bone one centimeter. So we have a, a neutral spine, which is made up of an, a shallow hollowing in the low back and a shallowing, generally a shallowing, shallow rounding in the upper back. So we want to learn how to first find this position And then we want to learn to hinge or bend through the hips or twist through a hip. So we twist through the hips like a boxer, twisting through the hips when he makes a punch instead of twisting through the spine when we open a heavy door, for example, or we push a chair over uh, underneath the table. So that's the second thing we want to do is learn what is meant with spinal hygiene. It's finding the neutral spine and moving through the uh, ball and socket joints, the shoulders, but more especially the hips. So we don't move through the spine. 
We want to learn what we have to do with spinal hygiene, the correct movement, so we can give the low back a break. We want to give it a break because we want it to heal. If we keep hammering the low back with unwanted movement, flexing through the low back or twisting, rotating through the low back or bending to the side, we will keep picking the scab and we'll keep throwing ourselves back because we have to allow we have to allow ourselves to get through that phase of recovery. In other words, we have to allow ourselves to get through the inflammation phase. But the third thing we have to focus on, and it's something we would already start doing almost from the start, depending on your level of tolerance, is to stabilize the spine. Because why do we want to stabilize the spine and not stretch the low back like a lot of people do when they feel something in the low back? Stabilizing the spine means that we're going to create a stabilizing effect from the brain towards the muscles, which then protects the low back or that injury site. So with stabilization, we also want to be aware and know what is meant with the neutral spine. So when we have the neutral spine in position, we now want to lock the shoulders on the hips. Similar to the uh, spinal hygiene, we want to understand how to move through the hip and not through the spine. And this we do with specific exercises which will focus on strengthening, especially the glutes, the ball and socket joints. Otherwise, we're going to find it very difficult to move through the hips if these muscles have been on holiday for a long time. They might not want to take the job, and so we'll give the job back to the low back muscles, and we end up moving through the spine again. So spinal hygiene, and then the next thing would be stabilization. And these stabilization exercises will be exercises like the bird dog or the clamshells to activate the glutes. You know, we'll build it up to planks side planks and we'll increase the intensity to doing the stir the pot and eventually we'll be on two feet where we might be lifting weight but all with a stabilizing and conscious effort to protect the low back so i hope you understand the idea of building tolerance from this short podcast and in the next episode i'm going to go deeper into how to approach that first phase when you have acute pain or you've been in long-term chronic pain that doesn't go away, the, the desensitizing phase and how to approach that, how to look at it and what you can do to initiate the healing process. So thank you for listening to the podcast and like always, head over to iTunes, give us a rating or head over to the website and have a look at our free ebook. Thank you very much. 